Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is the Great Debate Wednesday around here where we take topics inspired by the news and open them up. So this week, the biggest story in sports is Florida State not being put in the top four of the college football playoffs. So we're asking you, the biggest injustices, robberies, screw jobs, whatever you want to call them in the history of sports. Pete, we might as well hit the music again. Top of the hour, totally new audience. Let's go. The Great Debate Series. Okay, biggest robberies, biggest injustices, the thing that you still are thinking about maybe years later, months later, whatever it is, uh, all-timers, if you'd like to go first, sir. Yeah, I mean, I have to check the dockets in the courts in Louisiana and federal courts to see if this is still being litigated. But how about the 2018 NFC title game? Sounds like this. Quick snap. Breeze. Passes. Incomplete. No flag for Tommy Lee Lewis. Nikel Roby Coleman delivered a hit. And the two officials talked to each other. Crowd's going crazy as there's no flag right on the Saints sideline. Well, if Nikel Roby Coleman plays the ball, it's an interception. It's probably going the other way with it. I mean, the ball's on the other side of Roby Coleman. and But that should have been a penalty. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Troy, yes. Troy got there eventually. So the Saints end up losing to the Rams. Rams go to the Super Bowl, lose to the Patriots. All-time screw job. What were those two officials talking about, by the way? Well, he said, Hal, I think you really screwed that one up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, that 2018 NFC title game. Okay, I did not go with a referee call because, as we know, even a terrible call like that, it's not just one call that loses or wins a game for somebody, right? There's a million plays. Drew Brees had a million chances to win that game. Well, he couldn't do it. That specific, okay, anyway, I see what you're saying. I'm going with the Seattle Supersonics leaving Seattle because this is why this was a screw job. We see teams leave cities all the time, Perloff, and it's usually over money and new stadiums and all of that. But you look a little bit closer here, and from what I can garner of what happened with the situation, there was a Washington State senator who wouldn't even bring this proposal to the city and people of Seattle. They didn't even get a chance to vote on whether they wanted upgrades to Key Arena that could have kept the Supersonics in Seattle. Meanwhile, Steve Ballmer, who ended up buying the Clippers years later, CEO of Microsoft, was allegedly going to put up $150 million of his own money to try to get the, the renovations and the project 
further along. 41 years there was basketball in Seattle. It is no more. The team of Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and Xavier McDaniel, as Perloff mentioned, uh, it's just a shame. And it's not even like the new team went to a new city. It's just poof, gone, huge screw job. EJ. So I'm going with 2003. The Miami Hurricanes are on their way to winning their second straight national championship, cementing themselves as the greatest college football team of all time. A pass thrown in the end zone on fourth down and a phantom fly that comes out. It felt like an hour after the play actually happened ends up being a pass interference. Here's how that sounded. Lorette's up there as a, as a wide out too. The ball goes into the end zone and it is incomplete. Intended for Gamble. Now there is a penalty flag thrown. Hold on. Hold the phone. Everybody comes running down on the field. You got to get off because there's a penalty flag thrown and I think it's against Miami. And if it's thrown in the end zone, the ball will be placed on the one yard line. Somehow the Miami Hurricanes continue to get screwed throughout their <laughs> greatness. People want to give them the death penalty, hammering them with all these in sanctions. Miami always seems to get the short end of the stick when it comes to the NCAA. But here, this was the ultimate one because this one actually was on the field. Other things were stuff off the field that they maybe got too heavy-handed on in terms of penalty. This one, on the field, Miami won the game. People on the on the field, fireworks going off in the background. Craig Kinzel's crying on the, on, the, on the floor that he lost, and somehow a flag comes out. It was a complete shame that that Miami team didn't get that second national championship. So that, to me, is the greatest sports screwdriver. I'm shocked, DJ, you didn't go with last night's officiating controversy in the in-season tournament of the <laughs> NBA, because you think that is such a such huge stakes that yeah. uh, the, the only thing how I love could they more, grant the Lakers a timeout? Then? The only thing I love more than the in season the in season tournament is the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> Pete, what do you have for us? Uh, Mario Gallagher's um, no perfect game that was uh, he was screwed by uh, umpire Jim Joyce Ugh. on the final play of the game. Uh, clearly a out call at first base, and it was ruled safe. The uh, precursor to instant replay and uh, the most obvious. Screw job in the history of baseball. I mean, I think we got four really good ones here, but let's go to the phones and hear from you. 855 212 for CBS. George is in LA. Hey, George, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. It's the Rams and Patriots again. 2002 Super Bowl. They proved the Spygate yep. that Belichick and his crew were cheating. Can you imagine you're in the Super Bowl? You're the Rams, greatest show on turf. You got to change your whole game plan because they know your plays. I mean, that was ridiculous. NFL didn't do something about that. Yeah, the well, it's never been totally confirmed, right? 100% that the Patriots were able to spy on the walkthrough that the Rams yeah. were doing before the Super Bowl. In fact, I thought that was refuted to some extent, but... Well, talk to Mike Martz about it, which we did. So. <laughs> even so. All right, yeah. that, that one, there's a little question. I have no doubt that they deflated footballs, so you could have gone that way. Yeah, and I, listen, Spygate definitely happened. I, that was, you know, yeah. for sure. But as far as the walkthrough before the Super Bowl, it's never been 100% confirmed, but I think we all kind of, I think we all know. Patriots don't get the benefit of the doubt with that kind of stuff. Uh, Logan is in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Logan. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Mm -hmm. I think this one really flies under the radar because I think it was really early in the season. But back in 2012 when the, uh, the NFL had the, the uh, referee lockout, they had the replacement refs, and then they had the, uh, the Seahawks and the uh, Packers with the fail Mary. Yep. Um, you know, when both the refs kind of looked at each other and one went to go investigate and the other one just put his hands up in the air and you, you could clearly see that the, the Packers defender came down with the ball. Um, what a terrible look by the NFL, and you can't really blame the referees for that. 
Um, it's just a terrible look by the NFL for putting, you know, those, those poor refs in that situation uh, to begin with. You know, Logan, it's a good one because it's a regular season game, so maybe it doesn't rise to the level of, like, EJ's, you know, national championship game or whatever, but it did end that referee lockout because it was so egregious, happened yep. between these two big program, these two big franchises, like contending franchises, and it was the uh, Russell Wilson to Golden Tate connection yep. broken up uh, MD Jennings. These these names, it's like going in a time machine. But yes, and also like all great controversies has a great nickname. Well, see, that's why I thought the Jets thing on Black Friday, yeah. where they had the uh, what was it, the missed field goal that got run back? No, no, the, I'm sorry, the hail mary attempt that ends up getting run back for yeah. a touchdown the other way by Miami. You can't call that the fail mary because we already have a fail mary. Yeah, but that wasn't exactly Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, that no, was that. Tim Boyle. Oh, yeah, no. Versus Tua. Yeah, not exactly the same. Matt is in Arkansas. Hey, Matt, what's up? Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. What do you got, buddy? I don't think you can have a uh, robbery. I don't think you can have a robbery in sports list without including the Detroit Lions. And if I may, I have the two worst because the NFL still doesn't know what a catch is. But yeah. against the Bears, Calvin Johnson catches it goes to the ground, uh, possesses the ball, uses the ball to get back up off the ground, and it comes out of his hand. It's ruled not a catch. Ridiculous. And then Golden Golden Tate gets tackled on the half-yard line against the Atlanta Falcons. They rush up to do a quarterback sneak. They stop the play to review, which should presumably only help the Lions. They uphold the call on the field, and they lose to a 10-second runoff. Oh. Oh, oh, Matt, just pain. That is that is just awful. It's funny. I don't I don't remember the Golden Tate one as much as the Calvin Johnson one was. That was part of the no catch catch thing. Well, usually too with the ten second runoff, can't you also you can sacrifice a timeout at the to avoid the ten second runoff? Must not have had, but must not have had one. Hung is our pal in Harrisburg. Hey, Hung, what do you have? Good morning. Good morning. I uh I had this crazy one. It's the uh, Argentina versus yeah. uh, England. It's a football. It's a World Cup football. Ochenta uh, say Mexicano. Um, it's a handball they didn't call. And you know what? Man, this is crazy. Everybody. You know this referee from Tunisia, Ali. I think what I was told that because the call that he didn't call is a handball, he was banned from traveling to England. <laughs> I was told. That's crazy. I believe so, it. Controversial. You know, crazy. People in England is crazy about football. You know, you put the light on it. You know, Escobar from Colombia disappear after he scored an own goal. Football, world football is crazy. You know, Hung, you, you're right. We think we're crazy fans yeah. with football and college football, and we are. But it has holds done it. We can't even hold the water of international soccer. Hung, yeah, yeah. thank you so much I for the good one. I strongly considered a hand of God because the stakes were so The World Cup... And England and Argentina had just been at war over the Falklands. I just watched a David Beckham documentary. I know all about this. Yeah. Then there was another huge controversy where they called a foul on David Beckham. Soccer controversies almost are too intense. When we were doing, where I was doing research for this and just like going through certain ones, there's like pages and pages yeah. of soccer controversies. Yeah. But I don't know who half the people are who are involved in these yeah, controversies. Yeah, I think uh, it's a tough sport to officiate. I think they have replay now to some extent, but still... Yeah. 
there's no controversy like a soccer controversy. Well, and also it's like, you know, could be kind of ripe for corruption. I mean, it just there's a lot there. Yeah. Like like we were saying boxing, the the Roy Jones right. Jr. You could do fifty on boxing alone. To be honest, you could probably do fifty on college football though. Like yeah. about who gets in, who didn't get yep. in, who yep. got to play for the title, who didn't get to play for the title. I mean, that is still very much a part of our a part of our lives. Uh Big Dave's in Kentucky. Hey Dave. Hey, guys. First of all, I want to apologize for the other morning. I got pretty fired up over the uh, over the college, over the, the, the football. Oh, no need, Dave. No, I love it. Dave, what are you, crazy? Don't apologize. We, we need that out of you. You yelled at me, but it, I, I understood <laughs> where you were coming from. More people should yell at Perloff. Okay, well, good. Well, listen, I'm, I'm going to go against the grain. Ooh, uh, okay. Should we hit the music? I, I guess this, this morning with... with with one that to me is the most obvious recent screw job, the Alabama Crimson Tide are getting screwed over because of this blasphemous propaganda campaign that's nothing short of character assassination, questioning the rightful place in the college football <laughs> championship playoff. Dave, surely you jest. What is this conspiracy that you are spouting? Listen, here's the thing. McLovin, I've got a question for you. Very analytical. I want an honest answer, which I would hope I always get for you. Yeah. So you tell me which one carries the most weight. Losing a game in September to the eventual number three seed in the college football championship or winning your last game against the consensus number one two-time defending national championship team that hadn't lost a game in two Solid years. Yeah, and under normal circumstances, I would say that the second one is more important. And actually, I will say it now. It's, it is probably more important. So in a normal year, of course Alabama gets in, but it was a bizarre year, Dave. Wait, but Dave, you can't say Alabama's getting screwed. They're in. No, it's not that. It, it's all the talk like that. This is this is all it's being done for TV ratings. Maggie, I was so disappointed in, in something that I heard you say yesterday. Oh, no, that could be a lot of things, Dave. Well, that's true. But <laughs> that if De- that if Deion Sanders was the coach of Florida State, do you honestly think that they would be left out? Do you all really think Dave. that they're sitting behind closed doors? debating TV ratings. Yes. This is, listen. But Dave, this is, I said this before Stephen A. Stephen A. took my take on this one because I had it first. Check the timeline on Twitter. I'm telling you, spot the lie. If Dion's there, Florida State's in, dude. I hate to say it. I, I don't. I, I could not possibly disagree more. We, there's a term that we use in, in prison a lot, in the prison system, called the lesser of two evils. Yeah. I feel for Florida State. I, I really do. I, I mean, it's an un, it's an unusual circumstance. I understand that, but you cannot possibly logically debate with me that this was the wrong decision because you know the word that comes to mind when I think of all this, and you can't leave an undefeated Power Five conference champion out. It's nothing but ceremonial. That's all it is. It's ceremonial. We're thinking it's ne- this has never happened before. Well, if you would have put floor, if Florida State would have been put in. And the SEC champion, Alabama Crimson Tide, who just defeated the consensus number one two-time defending national championship team that hadn't lost a game in two years, yeah, but that they, would have been the biggest travesty in the history of college sports. Listen, I understand the SEC, even on a quote-unquote down year, Dave, you're the best, thank you, still should have their champion should be playing in the Final Four. But here's the thing, you guys got rabbit ears. 
like you're you're listening too much to the to the haters or to the you know people with the detractors not even haters the detractors right like you're in stop worrying about everyone else who's who's throwing cold water on it you're in you're playing michigan There's a lot on the line for this game. You can't be worried about the noise. Well, history will wash over this controversy because Ohio State was controversial when they got in over Baylor and it was a TCU or mm-hmm. Kansas State, one of the other Big 12 schools. Nobody remembers that. Everyone just remembers Ohio State rolling. If Alabama wins this, no one's going to hold that against Alabama. I don't think. I don't think they're going to say they shouldn't have been there. I, you know what I mean? In a month, it's not going to feel the same. I do think anyone's going to put an asterisk around Alabama winning this. I don't think it's like that at all. No, because I think that, like Dave said, I think most reasonable people would say the SEC champion should be in, considering the weight that the SEC carries. But at the same time, like, you know, and and you feel bad for FSU or whatever, but... Like, I don't understand what, what Alabama people are worried about. You're in. They're not not worried. And and about this should be in... I don't think that you're going to even have to make an argument one way or another because you're just going to forget that this ever happened. For example, Penn State got left out at undefeated 95. Nobody negates Nebraska's title. No one says, oh, well, they didn't beat Penn State. Like, no one's going to care. They'll just remember the game. Keep them coming, guys. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. We are talking about the biggest robberies in sports, injustice, stuff like that. EJ, you look like you want to say something. Yeah, I mean, I think... You guys making the point that nobody will care if Alabama wins a national championship, they won't be an asterisk next to their name. To me, that then kind of negates this whole Florida State debate and discussion and outrage. And a lot of it felt performative, that this issue that Florida State, who nobody thinks can beat Michigan, nobody thinks can win a national championship, got left out, and everybody's saying it's this crazy, egregious, terrible situation. But then you say, okay, well, if Alabama wins the championship, how would you feel about it? Would it be fake? No, we all agree. Because we think because that Alabama you, will kill Florida but State. I don't, yeah, sorry. You're not denigrating Alabama. You're not saying Alabama's not great. You're just saying Florida State. It's more about Florida State. It's not about Alabama. This is... This is to right. me not saying that Alabama's not a great team. They what they achieved was unbelievable. They just beat Georgia. I, I think that the focus is on Florida State being left out, not Alabama getting but it. But I think they're not mutually exclusive. I don't think you can take Alabama, the team that replaced Florida State in the top four, and say, well, if they they get in, they win. That this is legitimate and this is fine. But also, Florida State not being in this means this is a travesty. And yeah, this is a joke. Same, it can't be both. You know, Georgia's one of the top four teams in the world in the country right now, right? They and, lost to they lost to one of the top four teams. So I don't know that. No. Yeah. Well, you don't know that Alabama is better than Florida State. You know, you don't know that Alabama could beat Florida State. How do you know? Of course, Georgia could beat Washington or Texas. They'd be favored by four points. Right, but for, uh, Georgia already has a loss against the top four team, a team that qualified. So them being out, I have totally, I have no problem with. Texas lost to the top four team. Excuse me, Alabama lost to the top four team as well, but they beat the number one team. So that's totally different. Florida State has not played any of these teams. Florida State, is not, their schedule doesn't come anywhere close to a lot of these teams. So this idea that, again, we can crown Alabama and say, you know what, we're going to accept this as legitimate, but then... We're going to say also say, no, Florida State got robbed. You can't have both. Either well, you guys say this tournament is a wash right. and the whole thing is 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 a farce, especially if Florida State wins, excuse me, Alabama wins. Or you got to say, no, Florida State didn't deserve to be in. If Alabama wins, great. No. They're the champions. And, I understand your logic, but that's just not how sports work. Well, I, it's the undefeatedness of it. You could say strength of schedule. You can say who did they play this win against this top team or whatever. I mean, they did beat LSU in the beginning of the season, but it's the fact that they didn't lose. And the other two teams who are in Power 5, who did not lose, are in this tournament. But if in you look, the four teams. But if you're looking for the best four teams. Oh, I'm with you, EJ, on yeah. that. But, like, that that's the argument. It's not it's who not played who or what. It's, like, it's the fact that undefeated in the Power 5 has never gotten left out. 
And, and, and that's it. It's just the best four teams argument's a little thin because Georgia's not there. They're clearly one of the best right, four teams. Right, there's hypocrisy. So there's but like, how? They lost to a team that's in the top four. They lost three, to a team that's fourth. I know, but by you, three points, where they're the two-time national champion. Yeah, you yeah. don't see where Georgia is better than Texas or Washington right now? Why would I think that? Texas beat Alabama who lost. Alabama just beat Georgia. Oh, okay, and, okay, and Texas beat Alabama by 10 points. Why right, do I assume season, that? You, you, by the way, if Florida State played Alabama in week three, they would have stomped them. I, I think. I mean, they would have beaten them by 25 points. But we're not talking about week three. We're talking about teams who are the best you teams right now. You just said that Alabama, you just said you mentioned the Texas game just no, uh, no, two seconds ago. I right, know, but the, well, you're trying to make this case that, well, because Georgia, you know, they, 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 they're they one of the top four teams, saying, well, okay, but Alabama beat a team that Georgia lost to. So it doesn't, or whatever the, the, the yeah. two games. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't hold water in that sense. I guess so, but, okay, but we all been watching Georgia the last two years. Like, we realize what this is. This was not a fluke Georgia team. This was not a bad Georgia team by any stretch. So even though they did lose by three points to Alabama, does that really mean they're not a top-four team in the country? I think most people would believe they are a top-four team. However, the way this is working out, there's just no room for them in the top four. That's what's on with, well, I don't know what the case is for them over these four teams. When we say we're trying to make the best four teams, there clearly is a case for Alabama over Florida State. Florida State did not have the starting well, quarterback. Their last two games, they did not look like a top four right. team. Alabama just beat the number one team. That's simple. And what, Alabama looked like a number one team two weeks ago? Against Come Auburn? Come on. Not really. Well, no, but it's the Washington? The, why are we talking about games where they barely beat against you know Auburn or whatever, but the game against Georgia, we're minimizing. I don't understand that. Well, how can you do Washington Look terrible against Washington State. Just terrible, and they're in there. But here's so the question: right, but then they just beat look Oregon, good. But here's a question: <laughs> if, if Georgia and Alabama played ten times, what do you think happens? Do you I think, think you think it's Alabama ten zero? I think Alabama beats them a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if a ten zero. I mean, that's that's be, unlikely. Yeah. But I think they beat them more times than not. I bet, Georgia didn't look like the better team on the football field on Saturday. Not even close. They were down by double digits in that fourth quarter. Do I get a healthy Georgia? Oh, yeah, Brock Bowers and Vlad McConkie. Again, we're talking about the teams right now. Yeah. That's the point of this. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. See you guys. You got some good ones here and a couple more that we have that you have not thought of yet. The all-time sports robberies. Uh, we're doing that off of Florida State not making the top four college football playoff. 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. It's a great, great debate Wednesday. A lot of fun. We're debating the biggest injustice, screw job, whatever you want to call it in sports history. Robbery. Robbery. Some of them officiating them. Some of them teams leaving cities. There are so many. And it's funny. A lot of these are old, and they they bring emotional wounds up to the surface so quickly. <laughs> you I never tell, forget if your team gets jobbed. Yeah. The, it never goes away. And the intensity, you just need a little spark, and it's back and full a, on. And Florida State not making it into the top four is kind of what this is inspired by, yeah. if you will. Let's go to Chad in Pennsylvania. Hey, Chad, what do you have? How you doing? I think it was like 2000, 2001, and I'm a Browns fan, so we have nothing ever to root for. And they were playing the Jaguars, and the game was all over, and then all of a sudden, after fourth down, an extra flag comes out of nowhere, and they give the Jaguars another play, and then the Jaguars get a first down. They move on, they win the game, and then the Bears beer bottles came flowing out of the stands for Cleveland. And all we wanted was a win that year. I think we were like, we had one or two wins. We were like on our 30th <laughs> quarterback at the time. This is uh, some, some well, bad. Well, Liz, yeah. The only thing is, in the history of Browns, when you have your stadium's called the Factory of Sadness and you have the drive and the fumble, I don't know if that one raises to the level of all time. 
When you, when, you're, when you're on your 27th quarterback in the third year back in the NFL, you you just want to win. Chad, I, I, it's near and dear to your heart, which means I think it should definitely count. It definitely does count. And I could have picked the Browns. I, I picked Seattle, the Supersonics, yeah. kind of uh, leaving Seattle. I could have picked the Browns, but the Browns did get a team back. Yeah. Same team, same elf. Same brownie the elf, same everything. Well, the worst one was the Ursays moving the Colts because they did it. They sneaked out in the middle of the night. I think that was the one where they. I no, can't. Art remember. Model. Oh, was it Model? Yeah, whoever yeah. stuck out, whoever had the trucks. Art Model. That was Model. Okay. I believe, yeah. But I feel like the Ursay and the Colts was not good. Ursay. No, no, it was, it was, no, it was the Colts. It was the Colts. Robert Ursay. Yeah, Mayflower moving trucks. Right. Pardon yeah. me. Yeah, Model was different. Uh, yeah, that's bad. You know what's funny, though, about the Browns? But they all have franchises still with the same name. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was saying this Browns play. I didn't know anything about the play, but I will never forget them throwing those beers onto the field. Like, is it bad that, like, we don't remember the play, but the infamous fan behavior is what we remember more? I have no idea what led to the Philly fans throwing batteries at Santa Claus or whatever. I just threw snowballs. snowballs. I don't <laughs> know crap. what preceded that. I just assume that was, like, a regular Thursday. Uh, first of all, the Eagles still throw. I saw a video the other day. They were throwing. I saw, yeah, what, was that an Eagles? Was that a new video? Yeah, it, like, I mean, it well, must have been old because there was no snow. It was a Patriots fan that looked like that. that were, oh, is that Patriots fan? But did you? Th- there was a guy in an Eagles jersey, so I assumed it was Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, someone. There was a video out there of guy just getting pelted <laughs> with snowballs at the link, and I'm like, yo, I, I, it wasn't snowing this weekend, so I, I assumed it had to have been a, a previous year. But the fact that again, this is just like. Old video they can just throw out there. So here's our here's our best of that you don't be even know. Good, best of the rest. That'd be a good Philadelphia Christmas present. A automatic snowball generator for <laughs> Eagles games. If uh, Mother Nature <laughs> won't provide, you have a cooler with snowballs. Um, a couple that have not been mentioned yet that we should get, receive maybe some honorable mention. We, we had some great ones here. We did not bring up, although it seems like Pete may have been a, a bit of a uh, an expert on this one. There was a very famous Olympic moment where the Canadian pairs skaters got jobbed out of a gold medal. And the reason why it's interesting is because the Russians end up winning it. It totally egregious. The Canadians skated the better program and an investigation found out that the French judge and the Russian judge had made a pact. that They would both give each other's countries good scores. So it actually got rectified, and that pairs, um, the, the the figure skating pair did end up getting a gold medal. It was co-gold medals. Yeah, and now you could say Russian judges. Like, people Everyone just use that mean. as a shorthand. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a, a corrupt judge. Uh, Jeffrey Mayer and uh, the Baltimore Orioles getting jobbed against the New York Yankees, uh, 96, right, was that one. I thought this was a big one, but you thought no, Perloff, when we were talking about this uh, before the show. David Stern taking, vetoing the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers. The Lakers end up going on to win again with with uh, Kobe and Pau Gasol, but that was an all-time screw job. I don't know. Wait, I thought the Paul deal was after they won the title. Yeah, they, they, oh, didn't, win, they didn't win, I yeah. believe, after that. Oh, that, I'm sorry. I had my timeline messed up. I just, I'm not so sure that Chris Paul guarantees, because Chris Paul never won a title, I'm not so sure that he guaranteed the Lakers a title. He probably, there would have been a great chance. But I, for some reason, that didn't bother me as much. It was just such a weird thing because there was like no, the ownership uh, of the New Orleans Hornets at the time was in flux. So the NBA was managing a team and all of the moves they were making, and David Stern put yeah. the kibosh on it. We're really never really got a, a clean answer to this. Well, game. at least we got Lob City out of that, right? Because he ended up going to the Clippers. 
Yeah, right? what I understand. Wild City give us? It's like, a screw job, but that that's no. not as bad as a officiating error. In my I, opinion. I think this was a big robbery for NBA fans because I think if there's anything we think about that Miami her- Miami Heat era. What did we miss? I think we missed a great rivalry. I know they had the Spurs, yeah. but for some reason there just didn't seem to be that kind of animosity or that kind of star power to match LeBron and the Heatles. If you add Chris Paul to that Lakers situation, now you got Chris Paul, you got Kobe, you got Pau Gasol, and if you have those Titan Clash of the Titans meeting in the NBA Finals, those finals I think become more remembered than they are right now. In terms I don't know. Of the he heat got the Ray the Allen Lakers. shot. I mean, it, it got pretty memorable. I, I know the Spurs never really just had the sizzle, right? It was. It's obviously not the glamour of the Lakers, but I mean, you could also say, remember when the uh, Spurs turned off the air conditioning in the arena for Game One of the finals, and LeBron got cramps and oh yeah, it was that. Job. But again, like these are things that I think we think more about how it affected the Heat. So the Heat made a shot, or the Heat, LeBron got cramps in the game one. We don't really think much about, like, the Spurs in this. And you had a star like Chris Paul, and I think we underestimate how great he was. I mean, this is him in the prime of his career. I mean, he's he yeah. goes to L.A., and he probably has the best years of his career there. If you add that, maybe you extend Kobe's prime. Maybe that Lakers team has a whole different outlook. Yeah. Feels a bit speculative to me. Also, I mean, you I, never really know what's going to happen. That's there. true. I do think that it's the Ray Allen shot, but it was also Tim Duncan not on the floor. You know, there's there's two sides of that. You know, why wasn't he on the? Why was one of the great rebounders yeah. of all time not on the floor for that? I play? mean, if you're doing Spurs controversy, I think that Sun Spurs uh, oh, fight yes. was way oh, yeah. bigger. Mark Stoudemire than, getting yeah. suspended. Yeah, that was Leaving huge. And obviously, you have forget all that the Sacramento Kings and Lakers and Tim Donaghy. I mean, that is a screw job yeah. to me. That is way more significant. Well, than Chris we're doing Paul. playoff screw jobs. I got to mention the Knicks. How about Charlie Ward getting flipped over by PJ Brown and that leading to basically the entire team being suspended oh, for the last two on. games? What yeah, both, oh, come both on. sides were kind of guilty in all that stuff. I mean, the Knicks, not, what what did Charlie Ward do other than box out? <laughs> Nothing. He got flipped over by a six foot ten guy, and then Patrick Ewing and all these guys get suspended because PJ Brown can't take that his team's about to get bounced in the second round of the playoffs. That was terrible. Can't leave the bench. Eight five five two one two four CBS. As we learn, Manny is here. He's got an update for us. Good morning, Manny. Wait, but by the way, can I tell you the one my finest almost moment in the media? I was for some reason it was my first job, and I was at that. I was like so young, I had no idea. For some reason, I got a stringer job to go to that game where Ewing wasn't sitting. And I said to the guy, I'm like, what if I asked the coach, hey, how come you didn't play Patrick Ewing today? <laughs> <laughs> After he got suspended, it was the number one story. I didn't say it, but if I had said that, that would have been the all-time I'm pretty sure that game, game six was in New York. I don't think he would have made it out of, out of the city. Hey, why did you play Patrick Ewing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Zero minutes. Why? Yeah, what the why heck? Why wasn't he in uniform? Was, he just not a, was it a, not a good matchup? Yeah, Je- the way Jeff Van Gunny was grabbing Alonzo Mourning's leg yeah. a couple years ago, that would have been your neck. That's <laughs> 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 the night of the postgame. <laughs> Manny, what are the headlines this morning? Well, guys, it looks as though there's a new podcast to keep in tabs with. That would be 7 p.m. in Brooklyn, hosted by the Kid Miro and Carmelo Anthony. Hmm. Anthony last played in 2022 as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. He would then go a year without playing in the league before announcing his retirement back in May. However... In his podcast, Carmelo says that the phone rang. Was people calling you and who was calling you to be like, yo, Melo, come on, man, lace him up for us one time, baby. China. China? <laughs> the Shanghai Sharks was begging your line? Pelican's call. Melo the Pelican is a crazy. That would have been that jersey. Nasty. Hide that. Hide that. Nasty. Hide that. <laughs> That doesn't seem to be a great look for David Griffin and the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> Why is Melo turning his nose up at anybody or anything? And the Pelicans are a talented team. You could all potentially win a ring there. Wait, why are we talking about Carmelo Anthony? He's know. over, over. I mean, Melo's 
fine. It's well, awesome, but whatever. Well, the Pelicans took this extremely personally, oh. if you saw on their social media. Oh, they did? I yeah. Just, I yeah. didn't. Why? Okay. They, they said they wanted to. Del- they congratulated Carmelo on you know his retirement, and they requoted that tweet and said, "Yeah, we're going to delete this now." <laughs> Not happy with it. That's funny. Carmelo Anthony, twenty-eight thousand two hundred eighty-nine points, ninth most in NBA history. Career that spanned from two thousand and three to twenty twenty-three. He averaged twenty-two and a half points a game. Spent time in Denver, New York, Oklahoma City, Houston, Portland, and the Lakers, but not New Orleans. Lady, what is this, a book report on Carmelo Anthony? <sighs> Guys, <laughs> may I introduce you to Tyler Shuck? Shuck? Are you sure you have it right? That's what I saw a pronunciation guard. That's Shuck what, or Shuck? Shuff. Shuck. Okay. Please introduce <laughs> me. Sure, yeah. He's a quarterback in the transfer portal, and he has just announced his intentions to leave Texas Tech for Louisville. Shuck will be a seventh-year senior. Oh, boy. Who turns 25 next September. He will be in his third program. He began his career at Oregon in 2018. He played three games, redshirted 2019. He threw for 15 passes. That's all the stats I got for you there. In 2020, <laughs> he went 4-3. and three, Threw for 13 touchdowns at Oregon. And he then transferred to Texas Tech. 2021, he broke his collarbone early in the season. Last year, he re-injured that same shoulder, missing six games. And in late September of this year, Shuck broke his fibula, ending his season. Oof. Jeez, this guy. Yeah, I think I had he's him. coming back for more. Of this. Yeah, he's like, coming put, back for more. We baby. need to put this guy out of his misery. I, I think I had him in my look-ahead draft, maybe in 2020. <laughs> there was talk about him. He was a tall kid. He was a huge recruit. Yeah, I did see him. He, like he had target. some great years. I always thought it was Shuff, though, but uh, you're probably yeah, right. That's, it's Shuck. That's, I mean, it's S H O U G H. Anyway, yes, we'll get to know him. He's got two or three more schools in him. <laughs> yeah, he does uh, Does list at six foot five, two 229 pounds. Dude's going to be Frankenstein by the time he gets out of college. Well, did you see, J.D. Daniels just retired for health reasons because that dude had been playing for seven years. He's like, my body can't do this anymore. You're not even in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Remember J.T. Daniels, former number one all overall? Yeah, He's cool. like, I, I can't do this anymore. He has another year of eligibility. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not joking. It's a COVID year. Everyone got another year. It's it's nuts. This is terrible for college football to me. Like that, having these, these guys in these seven, eight-year runs. I mean, like, <laughs> why do we why do we want to see these guys playing and when they're 25, 26 years old. Now, look, if I was them, I would go out there and play. Like, to me, like... They're what's getting a, paid. Yeah, you're now. getting paid. Great and, point. like, yeah. you're going on to kind of go into your career to do maybe something non-athletic. If I can go and be the quarterback of Miami for a year, why not? But for college football, it just seems like it just takes away kind of the, the fun well, out of seeing what we think are, you know, student-athlete kids that are playing, not guys who should be in the pros. Yeah, I mean, we joked right about Stetson Bennett was going to be owning a car dealership right. like, <laughs> while he's winning the second title. But I... So here's the thing about it. I wonder how this impacts them getting drafted in the NFL. Because, yeah, you're going to have guys who play a long time. They're going to get hurt and all that and more injuries potentially. But is are you going to be like a seasoned vet? Like is an NFL team going to yeah. love the fact that you played in four different offenses and you have a mastery of all of this? Or is it like the NBA where you want guys, once they turn 19, they're too old? Well, I think people are going to hold it against Knicks and Penix that they're so old. But the reality is Brock Purdy might have changed the game because he got four years in at Iowa State. And I mean, his... Hendon Hooker got drafted for third round, right, with the Lions? He's not playing, yeah, I mean, but... Well, Hendon Hooker would have been top 20 if he was healthy. So, but no, no, yeah, Hendon Hooker was old. The only reason he fell, I think the old is fine, but I do think there is this thought, like the NBA, like if he was going to be a guy, why did it take him so long? 
Well, but then there's the flip side where remember how long we kept saying like Sam Darnold is still like he's still 23, even yeah. though he's been in the league for four years. Like the young part Trey of Lance. this. Trey Lance is, is not super young. great for the NFL. I might well, want an older guy. Yeah, but then there's look at CJ Stroud. He's super young. And he, he, maybe there's no rhyme it. or reason here. I understand this. What EJ said about people getting mad at the older players, that is happening. I'm seeing a lot of former players saying, why are there 26 year olds playing college football? Yeah, 24-year-old college athlete Tyler Shuck. A little bit more college football. ESPN says Texas A&M is hiring Kansas State offensive coordinator Colin Klein for the same role under new head coach Mike Elko. Klein, a former quarterback for Kansas State who finished third in Heisman Trophy voting in 2012, had emerged as one of the nation's top young play callers. 34-year-old has spent almost his entire career at his alma mater serving as quarterback coach and becoming the team's sole play caller before the 2022 season. Wow, he's way more famous than Mike Elko. <laughs> like, <laughs> Colin Klein, we all saw him. Mike Elko, yeah. I, he could walk in right now. I wouldn't know who he was. Makes me feel old. I finally remember, hey, this guy used to play like, you know, like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. This is someone Manny actually remembers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Manny, thank you so, so much thank for the you, headlines all morning long. Nice job. We've got more Maggie and Perloff, including more of your all-time robberies in sports, the all-time injustices off of Florida State not being named a top four college foot in the top four college football playoff teams. We want to know your other big sports screw jobs. Let us know. 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Where in the world is Shohei Otani going to sign? Glad you asked. Well, we don't know yet, but we do know it's down to reportedly four teams Dodgers Cubs Blue Jays and Angels now it's kind of crazy to even know this considering the big thing about Otani's free agency was that if you talk about Otani's free agency as one of the teams you're immediately out that leads me to believe there has to be other teams who might be in the bidding mm, here, but we just haven't heard about them. Right? Yeah, there was also, I did see a controversy. USA Today's Bob Nightingale reported the Cubs were out, oh. and the Cubs president chewed out Nightingale publicly saying that's not true. So 
This is just a weird vibe, this whole thing. But I was promised really cool sound for the Where in the World is Shohei Otani yeah. signing. That was okay. I, I actually liked yesterday when Pete played the, the CBS Newsbreaker for Shohei Otani. Pete played the very serious, actual CBS Newsbreaker. We're like, oh boy. Yeah. Wait, how do you not love was, this? Do you not love uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? This is, this is the inspiration for that. Oh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. It's the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, lost on me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Try to is, do some cool things here. And this is a CBS News special <laughs> report. I know, I was I like, yesterday, EJ, talk about a story that did not match the sound. That was that was what was brilliant about that. We're like, oh my gosh, uh, JFK's dead today. <laughs> we did not know. We, like, all of a sudden, you played this the very serious news. We felt like we had to just improvise. Stunning news. <laughs> but the ir- irony is, the showing thing is by design. There's no news because you won't let there be any news, which is really annoying, by the way. Well, he says that there's also this report that he wants to sign quickly. Yeah. Then the rest wa- of the market can He get wants going. to beat the market out there. Yeah, we could use, when are the winter meetings over? It's got to be today or tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. tomorrow. So are we going to get a signing or what? I don't know. Are we getting more country singers like Brad Paisley arriving at the, uh, the winter meeting? This winter meetings has been boring. I expected some kind of well, big deal. When Otani signs for six hundred million dollars, might jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, the Angels. You know, or we need Juan Soto or uh, something. If he goes to the Angels, all time womp womp yeah. womp. The opposite of jazz it up. Yeah, I think Pete's around the money though. I agree with him. You well, think then, it's the Angels? I you guys are starting to convince me. I still think it's the Dodgers. Well, then if he wants to go to the Angels, then I'm sorry, I do not believe that you actually want to win because you've been there. And you already saw how they do business, and you've got you and Mike Trout, and the team can't sniff the playoffs, even when they go all in at the deadline last year. So if he if he says he wants to win, and he ends up going back to the Angels, then he's full wait, wait, of wait. crap. He's he not, not LeBron. He doesn't, he doesn't need a dream team around him to win. He can win on his own. Like that's not the attitude. He can't. The attitude isn't I have to go to the Braves or the Dodgers because they have the best lineups. That's not kind of that's not how stars think. He thinks I can be the one to fix the Angels. Okay, but the reason why he didn't sign any extensions with the Angels before is because he said he wanted to win. Okay, fair. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even have to go to free agency if he just wanted to sign resign with the Angels. I'm sure they would have given him given him gobs of money. That argument that it doesn't give you a chance to win feels kind of thin because if you're a great enough player, you should be in theory you should be able to elevate them. We understand the Angels are are cursed. Yeah, well, they've had Mike Trout and they've played three playoff games. Amazing. It's it's stupid. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, though, Shohei would not be the first baseball player or athlete to say. I want to win, but then when it comes to free agency, just take the most money. Of course. And and you use the other markets to drive up that price. That's why I'm wondering, like, why aren't the Texas Rangers in? They always have a say in these kind of huge signings. Well, Max, I mean, Max Scherzer kind of made the push, and he said, if you don't care about money, come to the Rangers. So I guess maybe he knows that they don't got the kind of bread well, that that they're paying him, apparently. Well, well, I believe that I believe something's going on with their TV deal. I think that's why it's holding ah. up their money. Well, the last few years has been the Padres and Dodgers zone, everybody. And the Padres are basically bankrupt now because they were turned out that they didn't have the cash to be paying all these guys, right? So I think you can make that offer, but now... But the, Toronto is the most mis- mysterious one to me because when has Toronto ever signed the big free agent? Has that ever happened? Well, I mean, they have some big free agents, but not to this caliber. But to be fair, this caliber hasn't ever happened before. I mean, we're in uncharted waters here. Is this the... Yeah, I mean, there's been big ones. Bryce Harper was big. Yeah, but this is going to double that in money. Well, yeah, but that's just a, a matter of evolution. I'm just saying there have been other big free agencies. I can't think of any... Maybe... Is this the biggest free agency ever? 
I mean, forget the more money because money's gone up and up and up. Like back in the eighties, did somebody sign? I have no idea. By the way, I will say for the Blue Jays of late, I mean, they did sign George Springer, they did sign Russell Martin. That didn't go very well. I feel like the last four or five years, you've seen them spend a lot of money. Now, are they ready to spend seven hundred million dollars on one player? I don't know. But they've definitely entered that phrase being one of these teams that will spend. Well, they also they did a good job drafting, and they have some good young pieces. Let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos. Tequila Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. Love us some Casamigos around here. Uh, today, a little snapshot of the show. Perloff broke some news on today's show. You know how you love breaking news to somebody? Yeah, sure. Yes. You know, this is you one got that, news? this is delicious. <laughs> this Wait, is, what? And I'm so glad that I get to tell you live this little tidbit. Can you guys guess who the time person of the year is? And you might have heard of Deion already. Sanders. No, he uh, was the sportsman of the year for Sports Illustrated. <laughs> oh, the time person of the year, it's Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift oh. is a time person of the year. Talking about great controversies. Man. That's a good one, right? Why? Was Jason Kelsey not available? <laughs> he turned it down. Taylor Swift was time. Was Mahomes uh, tied up getting her nails done? That sounded worse than I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me Holmes catching strays, which is just another Oops. Wednesday for her, unfortunately. Yeah. Didn't mean it, Brittany. Taylor Swift is a time... Big, the big, whole world, we're big, talking about Taylor Swift. Well, I mean, in 1968, you would have put the Beatles, and this is the closest thing we've seen in music for a while. That tour was insane. We haven't had a tour like that ever. And it's still happening, by the way. Now it's gone worldwide. So, I know, we've, we've had big tours. Nothing, this nothing that different. broke the system like Taylor Swift. Let's get to our pal Nebby is in Pennsylvania. Hey, Nebby, how are you, dude? I'm do- <clears throat> doing okay. <clears throat> Just real quick, my... A uh, little hat tip to EJ. Biggest screwjob is the Montreal screwjob. Yep. It's a big one. And uh, can we please stop talking about Georgia as if their two-time defending champion, championships matters? That team is no longer – doesn't exist. They lost so many people off of those two teams. It's not the same team. Georgia did, Georgia's best win all year was against Missouri. We don't know that the only thing that Georgia benefited from was a high ranking at the beginning of the season. Yeah, we have but Nebby, no idea I, how good Georgia actually is. I know, but Nebby, I think the point was if you actually are trying to get the four best teams, and thank you for the phone call, good to hear from you. I, you could, they lost by, to Alabama by three points. They yeah. didn't get blown out. They didn't even come close to losing a game all season long. Even if their schedule wasn't good, they, they were never even threatened. I do know what Nebby's saying. This clearly wasn't Georgia two years ago, though. That could be true. Uh, thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Pete Pilati. Andrew Bogish came in here. Manny Rodriguez was in here. Andrew Kaplan is always incredible. Thank you to the Weedos, the coffee drinkers, the callers. See you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.